Have you heard about Pig Kryptonite? <laughs> Natai, no, Natai, no. Not doing it. I'm not doing it. You, no, I, I'm serious, Alex. Have you never heard of Pink Kryptonite? No, I'm not doing this, Natai. Hold on. I'm not. This is not a. No, I'm not. I'm not, not trying to fuck with you. It's, an it's not a bit. It's an actual Hold on. Thing. Let me. Does it turn the freaking frogs gay? Oh, I mean. <laughs> no, no. It's not an Alex Jones thing. And welcome to Anime Club After Dark's movie reviews, a discussion of the good, the bad, and the downright ridiculous of anime movies. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and I am joined tonight by our opposer extraordinaire Natai. It's good to be here with you, Alex. Ugh. Oh, don't 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 force it, man. Don't force it. <laughs> don't force it. Um, it's a joy. Every second I show with you is a joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's lying. <laughs> and we also have a man who must never, ever run away. It's Shinoda. Hello, I ran away. Yeah. I'm at a <laughs> to, to a new place. Hi, run away. I'm dead. Hey, Shinoda. Oh, wait. Look wrong up. franchise. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Shinoda, look up for a second. I don't recognize the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, we're here tonight to finish off our uh, Evangelion Rebuild review series with um, the most stupidly named uh, movie in this four-part series, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time. Just going God. four! Just going 4.0! God. God you guys just don't it. understand Anno's brilliance, God! God damn it, Anno, this is why. Why did we have to do this? It's the valve curse. It can only count to three. I know. He literally he must be an employee of Valve. Did fucking fucking Gabe Newell name this fucking movie? Um, but anyway, as per usual, let's actually talk about some of the you know traditional technical information first. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because this is a long movie. Um, we have some stuff to talk about. Uh, so this was originally, well, originally, this was directed by Hideaki Anno, uh, and it was co-directed by uh, Mahiro Maeda, Kazuya Tsurumaki, and Katsuichi Nakayama. That was a mouthful. Nailed it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, written by Hideaki Anno, produced by his <coughs> own production company, Studio Kara. Um, this film was originally released in Japan on March 8th of 2021. This is the largest gap in between any of the movies. So the original gap between uh, the first movie and uh, 2.0 was uh, two years. And then there was a three-year gap between 2.0 and 3.0. And then there was a nine-year gap between 3.0 and... I'm just going to call it four, because fuck you, Anno. <laughs> so... Uh... Uh, on that note, it's kind of well reading a bit about the movie before going before uh, today. So it seemed like the whole process of making this fucking movie was cursed. Was was cursed because it was so. It seemed like Anno was kind of so the production of uh, 3.0 was such a fucking mess that it's kind of threw Anno into a second depression. Uh, His own second impact cycle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which is amazing so, on its own. Which, yeah, which led to, again, this very long production time of him, for months, not even showing up at the studio and making very little progress on the movie and kind of being unsure how to said, finish fuck you guys, I'm going to go make live action movies now. <laughs> and yeah, he actually made the Shin Godzilla movie, which I'm curious to watch sometime. This is actually, but, uh, so the you final, still haven't the watched it? Really? I haven't watched Shin Godzilla, yeah. No. Bro, final, it's so good. The final Evangelion movie is part of like this sort of, I want to say cinematic universe, but they're not. Uh, this four-part series that Anno made, uh, Shin Hero something universe. I forgot what it's called. But uh, it's this, Shin Godzilla, uh, Shin Grid. Shin Ultraman. Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider. Mm. Which, uh, Shin Kamen Rider came out this year, by the way. Um, oh. Uh, so... Yeah, pretty much like the whole production of this fucking movie was, uh, it took a while because of like both the pressure that sort of like 
was uh, pressing on him after the production of three and just like him kind of like not being sure how to tackle this final movie. Um, um, so it's kind of empirical. Worth, it happened. They finished it. Also worth mentioning, this film did have its North American premiere on August 13th of 2021. This is the only movie that premiered in North America the same year that it premiered in Japan. All the other movies had at least a year, if not more, in between their North American premiere dates and their Japanese premiere dates. Um, I'm glad the, we didn't have to wait that long Yeah, this time. Um the movie itself was made on a budget of 20 million U.S. dollars, which is the most expensive Evangelion movie uh, by a long shot. And it also grossed the highest of any Evangelion movie by a long shot at um, roughly 93.67 million U.S. dollars worldwide at the box office. Um, and it is also, again, by a wide margin, the longest of the four movies at 155 minutes. And it's it a feels chunky every movie. minute of it. <laughs> It's That's a huge God damn it. movie. Two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> 35. Or 35 minutes, excuse me, yeah. <clears throat> and it still wasn't, didn't feel as long as 2.0. I disagree <laughs> with that. I disagree I with know, that. Man. I think this movie felt like it was the longest. There was a lot that happened and a lot that didn't happen. Uh, yeah. I I just like I, I I remember so like going into this movie, I was kind of skeptical because for the most part I have mixed feelings about the rebuilds. Like I liked 1.0, uh, 2.0. I liked the contents of it, but as a movie, I was very disappointed by it. And then 3.0 I was like I was I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit, but I still was kind of unsure. What the how like what's this final one gonna be like, and especially when I saw the run, the runtime. But I I was pleasantly surprised by the movie. I was genuinely like, it was fucking great, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's fucking Ava, dude. I love it. <laughs> it, it it's Anno. Um, it, it's something uh. for sure. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about art and animation, cinematography, all that jazz. Holy um, shit. There's, there's a fair amount of CG in this movie. Um, most of it is good. Um, I will say there's a sequence of, in the last quarter of the movie that looks like it was rushed severely. Um, it's, and I, I'm not saying that it looks horrendous. It just stands out. And I think that's not good when you're mixing CG and 2D animation. Um... I, I would love to get into that more, and I will when we get into the spoiler section, but I feel like getting into it and talking about it would be a bit of a spoiler. Did you did you notice how gorgeous the background art is in this yes, movie? Yes, the oh background my God. art Holy shit. is really good. I honestly... These backgrounds. If, you had, if I didn't know better, <clears throat> you could have convinced me that... Um, oh, God, I've forgotten his name. Uh, your name? Did you do? Did your name? Makoto Shinkai. Uh, Makoto Shinkai. Yes, did the background art for this uh, the, this movie. Dude, the fucking like the the in the the very end of the movie, like the last, last scene, the, that very last train station that they show, it looks fucking photorealistic. Like I was mm. shocked how good the background art in this movie is, which shouldn't have surprised me because for the most part, I think backgrounds were like really spectacular in the rebuilds, but. This one was just at a whole different level. It looks since, since you have talked, since you have mentioned that final scene in the train station, um, I, I don't want to spoil it yet, but I do want to talk about a specific scene transition, which is one of the best scene transitions I've ever seen in an anime ever. The um, drone shot? Yes, so there is a scene in at the very end that takes place in a train station, and um, you see two of the characters talking to each other, and they they leave the train station and as they go out of the, out of the train station and into you know the open air there's an immediate transition from you know, them going up the stairs to a drone shot over the station and you actually see them walk out um and it's live action it's yeah. it goes immediately from anime nuts. to live action and it's such a seamless transition that for a second I'm like, is this the most hyper realistic anime I've ever watched? No, I, I I was the same way. I was like, what the hell? Like, why does this look so goddamn good? But like weird. Oh, this... And then I was like, wait, this is real. Like, what yeah. the hell? And you actually so there's 
I can't tell whether it's actually drawn or not. I think what they did is they hired two actors who look roughly like the two characters that you see walk out of the station. I don't know. So, yeah, there, there's definitely... So, it looked like they rotoscoped, or at least, like, filmed, like, filmed it in actual, like, film, and then drew over, like, the characters with their outfits in the show. It, it yeah. looked like that. But I'm, wonder uh, I'm it wondering... It looked phenomenal. I'm wondering if they just hand drew the characters and then rotoscoped it, or they green screened two actual actors and then rotoscoped over that. Well, whatever sure, the hell they did, it looked they great. did it perfectly. They it's, honestly it's did. one of the best anime transition shots I've ever seen in my life. Again, it, it looked like throughout the movie looked absolutely breathtaking. Like we talked about many times about the anoisms in the in the Oh, there's lots of anoisms in this movie. Oh, there are. But, like, visually, like, every now and then you'll come across a visual and it'll be like, whoo, like, damn. Like, there's this one shot of uh, of Gendo near the end of the movie with, uh, you know, his whatever disfigurement he has going on. And it's, it's, it has a shot of him from the side. And you can tell, like, the, like you can literally see how the disfigurement, like, how it looks like. It's like... Like there are certain shots of this movie where like we're like again breathtaking. I it's funny because like almost it. every shot that Gendo is in throughout all of these movies, and in fact in the original Neon Genesis Evangelion, you see him from the front, and then you see him from the side, and you're like, "Bro, are you okay?" Yeah, <laughs> it's very much so, something's missing. Am I right? There, there are things missing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's lots of Anoisms, lots of trippy visuals, which I probably think is all Ano. Um, a lot of. A lot I want to uh, know we'll get... what he smokes because it's got to be some good shit. Good shit. <laughs> a lot of um, very self-referential stuff, more than ever in this movie, which we'll get into later. But it it feels like a love letter to Ava because it pulls from so many different parts of Ava, not necessarily just the rebuilds, but beyond that, which is I... crazy. I would slightly disagree with that and say that it's not a love letter to Ava. It's a love letter to Ava fans. I'll agree with that statement. It's a lot more of a love letter to the fans themselves than just Ava. I mean, I think that kind of kind of goes hand in hand. I'm not gonna I lie. Think, I think it does, but I, I feel like it's more for the longtime fans of Ava than anything else. I think that's what I meant. Like, it's a love letter to Ava, meaning it's like it's very referential to the to the franchise as a whole which for long time fans it's kind of very like a satisfying part to be like it's that thing oh my god you know it's it, it gives you that emotion there is a title or, drop in this there is I, near, near, <laughs> I, near the end near the end i would have shinji say neon genesis without evangelion it's morbid oh time. yeah it's morbid time yeah, it's okay. We'll get to it later, but like, there's so many. Oh my fucking god! Never, I'm just, I'm right, just wondering going. how many people realize that Neon Genesis just literally means new beginning in Greek. New beginnings, yeah. <laughs> uh, These fucking Japanese people just saying cool words, and that's it. Oh, it's like, that's, oh, it just that's like cool. half of Evangelion, man. We got yeah. fucking Nebuchadnezzar, Dead Sea Scrolls, fucking, I, I don't know, man. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, I do also want to briefly talk about um, the music. Uh, it's the same dude still doing the music, and it still sounds absolutely fantastic. Like Natai said, there are, still, there are some subtle musical references to... Uh, not only the the previous movies, but, but the, originals. Uh, the original series as well, um, which was nice to hear. This soundtrack might be my favorite of the of four the four movies. movies. It's so there are so many good like like there's so many tracks where they they just um, enforce the emotion of the scene so fucking mm -hmm. well, and they feel so like they don't feel like they're overcompensating by being there. Feels like it's complementing the visual just like perfectly. Uh, I I definitely want to go and listen more to the soundtrack on its own because there's so and many like moments. As it, it felt so classical ten music, my dude. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even talking about the bombastic scenes. I'm I'm like even the so quiet many, moments. Yeah, especially like there were so many like scenes where the music felt so tender and like you know like it 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 just yeah I absolutely love the soundtrack in this movie. Yeah, good job. 
Also, also the, the last the, song the, from a Utada Ikaru was really good. Really yes, good. Um, the last kiss I think is what it's called. I think. Uh, uh, it's a really good song. One last uh, kiss. Oh, I might be one last kiss. Let me thank check. you. Uh, I think yeah, it's either the last kiss, one last kiss, something about last kiss. I can't remember the ex- exact title. Um, I'm looking it up. But um, also sound design wise, um, I, again, really really good. The an- just I mean, we absolutely don't see, crisp. We don't we don't see a whole lot of angels in this one, but what angels we do see still sound creepy as hell. Um, what I will say is um, the sound design for the more quiet parts of the movie were just perfect as well. You had noise where it was needed. You had noise where it wasn't needed. Um, and like they the did foliage, it perfectly. You know? Yeah. You have so many scenes of like people going on around doing mundane things and like, you know, just like, you know, the reinforcing the, the fact that it is a real world and there yeah. is real life going on. Yeah, and that's a, that alongside all the like the the the, the crazy mecha- mechanics and gizmos going around the place with all the robots and the just all the shit that they're using that uh, are always like robots. Yeah, it just like it feels so, as Joe said, so crisp, so alive. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Why? I was gonna say something, but I'll save it for the spoiler section. Well, here we All go. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I'm just saying, I think someone actually got choked in the sound design booth. Wait, what? Why are you? Saying... I, I'm just saying, there's a scene where someone gets choked, and I'm thinking someone. Are you thinking about End of Ava? For fuck's no, sake! No, guys. I'm not talking about Shinji choking the chicken. <laughs> uh, Did you just call Asuka a chicken? God yes. damn! Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, so, without getting into spoilers, I do want to um, talk a little bit about the story. Um, it's long. Uh, it, it is It is long. Uh, when you watch this, be prepared for a long movie. <laughs> Look, yeah, I'll be movie, honest, but... I straight up had to, the first time I watched it, if I remember right, I had to eventually like pause it just to like take a break from it and then come back to it. What? Yeah. You serious? Because I was like, I need, yeah, because I was like, all right, I need to, like, pause, do something else for a little bit before I get back to the movie. I, I couldn't have, I have sit through it straight. I have something that may be a bit of an unpopular opinion regarding not just this movie, but movies in general. I don't mind a long movie if the story that it's trying to tell necessitates a long runtime. What I do mind is that we have movies that are two and a half, two forty-five, three hours long or longer that are being made without an intermission built in. If your movie is longer than like two hours and 30 minutes at the hour 45 mark, you should have an intermission. Uh, As someone who's starting to get older, I appreciate this statement. I need time to go potty. I need to refill my maybe drink. Not, I think like intermissions. Home, not in a home release I... perhaps, but in a, in a theatrical release. Yes. Yeah. I fully uh... agree with that. I fucking miss intermissions. I don't. I'm so happy intermissions are a thing of the past. I think it's like just unnecessary. And again, like if you're watching it at home, like I mean, that's like a thing you can like spoken do like by someone yourself. who's never had to hold his piss for three and a half hours. Bro, go fuck yourself. I fucking watched Endgame, this three hours movie, almost had to piss my pants by the end of it, but I still That's not a good thing to tie. Wouldn't it have been great at like the two hour mark or the hour 45 mark? No. No. To go take a piss? No, fuck that. When I go to watch a movie, I want to be immersed by it. I want to be fucking in it. If I'm watching a movie, I can agree with you on that. You can take a piss and still be immersed. No. It's I a can... quick break. Jesus Christ. No, an intermission that's built into the movie is not a quick break. That's like a 5 to 10 minutes. You're telling me... Don't shake your head! Don't shake you're... your head! You're, have you're you watched all the movies? Have you watched all the movies that have intermissions built in? Fuck yes. you! Yes. I've also gone, gone into actual plays that have uh, intermissions. And it's I'm wonderful. so happy. 
I'm so happy. Like here in Israel, we had intermissions in movies and theaters for the longest time. I'm so happy that's a thing of the past. I hated that shit so much. Nah, it's one of the actual good things about old movies, especially when they were long movies. I don't mind if there's no intermission in like an hour, 45 minute movie or a two yeah, hour even long a movie. two hour movie. It's fine. But if it's going over that, Wait. like, yo, come on. I don't think all I'm surprised you're saying this about this movie and not on Ava 2.0 because Ava 2.0 was a movie. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm just like, I'm not done with it 30 minutes before it's even over. The truth. <laughs> anyway, it's a long movie, uh, <laughs> and uh, you will have a couple of existential crises while uh, watching this movie. It's great. I love it. Um, <laughs> as I assume Anno himself did several times while making it. Ava and Bojack, the perfect combination of shows that will make you depressed. <laughs> now nah, Bojack will. Make you want to go into therapy. This shit. No, this no. This is just gonna have you question life, bro. You have no idea what Bojack made me do. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no. Bojack will make you go to therapy. This will make you text someone and say, "Hey, you're cool. Don't come to school tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Alex. Alex. <laughs> Fuck, man. Can't be saying that shit. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, if the FBI ever arrests you, I'm not gonna be there to testify. I'm just gonna be like, I'm not coming. I'm on the other end of the ocean, don't bother me. <laughs> oh, don't worry. They'll come after me for far worse. <laughs> Alex, stop incriminating yourself, you fucking cock. Um, oh. Where's I gonna go with this? Um, so the movie is long. Yeah, it's the longest yeah. of the four. Uh, yeah. Um, I have to, for me personally, I feel like at least 30 minutes could have been taken out of this movie very easily. Ugh. Uh, there are parts that I get the point of them, I get why they're there, but I think they dragged on for like 15, 20 minutes too long. I disagree. Unfortunately, I have to agree, which is a shame because, like, I enjoyed every part of the movie, but still, even when you have to say something like that, and I have to agree, it's just... <laughs> Uh, it's uncomfortable, like, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't I feel disagree. like this particularly is a spoiler. But there's, there's, a, there's a point. Uh, it's, I would say, in the first thirdish of the movie, where for twenty, twenty-five minutes, we're watching Ray become a farmer, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is cool, but you could have done this in like less than ten minutes. I disagree. Hey, hey. It's so like, ugh, the whole point of so, it, so it turns like. A movie length for me, even if it's a very long movie, if I'm engaged throughout and immersed in the experience, I don't mind the length. And in this movie, it felt like that very much. It was very, again, I'm, I'm comparing to 2.0 because it's kind of what I, in retrospect, wanted 2.0 to be. Um, it's I felt engaged from the first second to the last. Those That first half, which is very... Um, it's a very slow burn. It's a very calm, very, very slice very, of life, very, very mel. I wouldn't even call it slice of life. It's very melancholic and very, you know, just it's a it's very heavy on like character interaction and character growth. I was engaged throughout because it felt like it's, it was taking its time for good reasons to explore this world further than what we usually did to explore these characters, these regular people. That's the thing that I felt was kind of lacking throughout most of these rebuilds, actually delving into the actual people living regular lives in this world and i really appreciated how they use that whole section to like to use the characters as like a vehicle to experience this second part of the world still recovering from all the shit that's been happening and also as a way to see and further like delve into the characters what the hell is going on with them because boy like everyone's a mess in this movie and i love it hey hey it's alex engaging Alex, I just have to yeah. say, farm girl Ray, am I right? I loved it. I loved I just, it so much. I, 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 I don't disagree that it was a good thing to watch and it was engaging for a time. I didn't need 30 minutes of her asking people over and over, why do you say goodbye? Why do you say hello? It was literally five minutes. Come the fuck on. important part of her character, man. Character growth. I get it. I get why it's there. I just don't think it was not as good as it could have been. And I think certain things are harped on way too long. 
Maybe a couple things could have been shortened, but overall it was important to see. I feel like the movie was paced fairly well. It was like I, well, a it depends on what part of the movie for. you're talking about because the first half was paced very differently than the second half. I know. I said I think it was paced fairly well for the for all of it. The beginning was very slow, very methodical, very much about like seeing the characters interact with each other, and like I love that. I think that's one of the best parts of the movie. And then when she hits the fan and like stuff's going on, then we go like full like balls deep craziness you know it's great hmm. um <laughs> i don't know listen i don't know man i just, there were parts of it i could have done without um a lot of booty shots though oh there's a shit booty shots for shots. days my god and not days. just guy, not just girls there's guy booty shots in this too the equivalence was <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I'm beginning to suspect, though I don't have much evidence, that Anno might have a thing for butts. No, really? I mean, to do, I, <laughs> I have no faults with the man. If this is the case, I mean, they're great. They're fantastic. Uh, There's a lot of good butts in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't get to see Masato's ass in this movie, which is a great. It's an oversight. <laughs> Two hours and 35 minutes and not one single Masato ass shot. Oh, no. Come You're on. missing your dump truck. I miss the dump truck. Masato go. <laughs> She's putting on her Gendo costume, so, you know, no butts allowed. She got a fucking <laughs> missile carrier back there. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I, I don't really think we can talk too much more about the story without getting into spoilers. Uh, so I guess from this point on, spoilers, guys. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, I guess go see it. If you uh, haven't seen the goddamn franchise, the Rebuild movies, watch it. It's great. We recommend it. Yeah. Um, so let's actually get into spoilers. Um, this fucking movie is so fucking wild. I love it. I want to watch it again right now. I don't want to. Like, I don't know why I'm recording this with you guys. I I want to watch it again. Guys, <laughs> I watched it last I'm night. After this shit, I'm gonna need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can I can summarize this movie in in a couple of different ways. One of them would be their heads exploded. Oh, I cannot. I, so you talk about you talk about the character growth and the character development of Ray, which is all well and good, and then she immediately dies. And that's the trigger to get fucking Shinji to get off his ass and be like, all right. If it's about the journey, this. Alex, that's what mattered. Yeah. He saw how much he tried and cared for him and how much his friends also cared for him. It's like, it, my God, it's so cool. They were just talking to each other. I loved it. I love the, I love the character interact in this fucking movie. And yeah, when, when her head popped, I, I was like, oh, my God, shit. I oh mean, I, you I, you weren't as surprised as she was. <laughs> eh, she she wasn't as surprised. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, she was like, like kind of like, oh shit, thumbs up. I. Yeah, I she knew like her like her time's up. It seemed like she that's what she. I like. before anyone says anything, I get that there's a lot of symbolism in this movie. I get it. I think a lot of it doesn't come across as well as Ano thinks it does. Okay, so we said it a lot of... I said it a lot of times, and I think that in this movie, it's also very apparent. Sometimes, Ava just throws the most gibberish shit at you with cool names, and you're like, what have you said? This is not English. But... They ask you to roll with it a lot. Yeah, yes. but, but that's like... That's not... For me, that's not what matters in Ava as much. It's more about the characters and the emotions that they go through. That's the core of the experience. But could you see how people could be a little turned off by that? Definitely, oh, definitely. Oh, oh definitely. I, I was never, I was never under, I, I was never under the impression that. Okay, let's say it's not not much about you don't get Ava. Ava doesn't get you. You know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it that way. Okay. <laughs> 
No, for real though. I I don't blame anyone who doesn't connect with Ava because it's kind of like throws all that fucking shit on Laura to the side and like whatever sticks sticks. And but some at the of end it of the day, just never like, is explained. No, it's never like like stuff just happens and you're like but why? But Cause like, yeah, because so, like even at the end of this movie, which is is the end of the end of Evangelion, uh, to, to quote him, literally, it's the end of Evangelion. Uh, Anno says he's never going to touch it again. We'll see if he ever gets depressed again and has his third <laughs> impact. Uh, but um, there's a lot of like unanswered questions at, even at the end of this movie. Because those. It doesn't really matter. Like the what does matter is the journey of the characters and where that leads them and how they grew. And mm. in that aspect, I, I was very satisfied by this movie. Um very similarly to how I, I'll never forget the first time I watched End of Ava. Um it 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 literally fucked my brain out of my skull. I was I was like, what am I even watching? And and in a good way, this movie sort of like itched scratched that part of my brain again and it it did feel like a like a very fitting conclusion again i was i was kind of skeptical about this movie going in but after watching it i'm very i i feel like it's a very fitting conclusion to ava as a whole we i agree talked about that. I, we talked well, about one thing I can definitely tell you is that in this movie there's a lot more of character dialogue than there is in the previous movies or at least it certainly feels like there is there, more there character introspection. Times, maybe there there are genuinely times in this movie I thought is Anna trying to make this like the Monogatari series. Also, uh, I wouldn't okay, go Alex, that far. I'll say this: uh, there's more monumental character dialogue in this movie. There's more consequential character dialogue in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of Boris. course, this is the end of it, so of course that's where it leads to. That's why it's like that. But I think that might be why it, it feels more significant. That final confrontation between Shinji and Gendo was, bro, like, even beyond, like, the physical confrontation between the Avas, that it, scene where they're on memories. the train. That scene when they're on, on the train, the, the same train from End of Ava, you get it? The, what they talk about, and you get, you actually dive into Gendo's past for the first time. You kind of see what happened to him and how he got to where he got. They're literally in... having their first father-son bonding moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when when you can't, when I think it's Gendo, like, or it's Shinji ta telling Gendo how, like, they're talking about his weakness and how he viewed it, his weakness as something bad instead of embracing his own weakness. It's like, fuck, man. Like, I, I, that's one of my first conversations in the movie. Because it feels like they're tearing down his walls and finally like understanding each other and people. And when he and when he, he fucking hugs Shinji for the first time, I'm like, they're fucking redeeming him. I'm losing my mind here, dude. They're redeeming this cunt for the first time. My God. What are you talking about? He's the best dad in anime ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh sure. Oh my yeah. God. Fuck off. Holy shit. That entire conversation between these two was, wow, dude. The emotional weight of it was heavy yeah like, i mean it was, it was that. very well done um also that when they do fight i, I love the again the self-referential nature of it so when they fight each other in like the city and when like it, it's literally animated like a like a like a power rangers fight or a godzilla fight yeah because he the gets built is, like, moving he, a... he he hits a green screen like thing yeah he hits like a wall and then, like the the buildings as well, like move about like they're like toys or something from a fucking like Tokusatsu movie. Yeah, and then like the walls come down and it's just a sound stage. It's like holy shit, dude! I love it. I oh, I I probably should have mentioned this before when we were talking about non-spoiler stuff. There's another thing toward the end of the movie, which I also think is a very self-referential thing when like the universe is resetting. Um. Where it starts going and like the, the animation just starts to melt away, and you get like it's ne there's no more shading, and then the next thing is there's no more colors. I loved it. It and looked beautiful. It's just line art, and then storyboards, and then just you think that was a reference to the so, end of the series? 
I think it a is. little I bit. Bet yeah. it is. A I bet it is. I bet like the like the actual two last two episodes of the real series. I bet it's like a. I don't know if it's like a dig or just like a reference to how it was like very minimalistic uh, animation. It, it had to be so, because they had no money. So I'll I'll say this. Um, when I the I remember years uh years ago when I was first watching this, when I saw that happening, I'm like. What the fuck's going on? Did they release the wrong cut of the movie by accident? I was like, I was confused for a good minute. I was like, the fuck is happening? It was so pretty, though. It was cool. It was cool as shit. I was just like, what the hell? And then, like, like, a minute later, I'm like, oh, this is on purpose. Okay, cool. I like that transition when Mari comes out of the water and it just snaps back to animation. Yeah. Just, like, the again, the amount of references, like, the fucking, like... Man, again, as someone who, for me, End of Ava is my favorite, one of my favorite movies ever. Like the amount of references to it just make makes my dick hard, dude. It's so fucking cool. I they, made they revisit, dick hard too. I know, right? They they reference, they go back to the ending scene of End of Ava, and instead of Shinji choking Asuka, they're talking about their emotions, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I I, I was kind of, I did love you for some time, but for for like at one point." And she was like, yeah, I also loved you too. And it's like, and they talk about their emotions. It's Bro, like, my God, dude. That, oh, That entire scene, and not just them. Uh, like, it starts off with them talking uh, about that. And it was just like, oh, God, this is, it's getting real. And it's getting very weighty. Um, he talks to her. He talks to Kaoru. He talks to Ray. Talks to everyone, just everyone, yeah. and just goes through with uh, goes through it with all of them, and it's like it's like a final the goodbye. Payoff, the big payoffs of everything. It's just like holy shit. Yeah, it's it feels like a final goodbye to all the characters because that's it's, what it was. Yeah, yeah, it's so like, good. It's funny because I wish the mo- movie was more of that. Like, I wish we got more of these, like, super emotional moments between the characters. Like, I get that you need the setup at the beginning. I just wish more of the movie had these, like, more of what we got between Shinji and Gendo or Shinji and Asuka. But that's uh, exactly the thing. Like, the first half is building up to that final confrontation. I know, you have I just... so much stuff in that first half. Like you have so much world building as well. You have so much like character interaction between the cast and some of the characters we didn't get a whole time, a lot of time to interact with before you move on to the craziness of the final, the the second half. I mm-hmm. I I love how much like time the movie gives you with these characters, like Kensuke and um, uh, Toji. So seeing them grown up, but still interacting with Shinji and sort of getting what he's going through and giving him the space, deal with it at his own pace, is, mm-hmm. is was fucking awesome. I loved it. And when I talk about the world building, both that the whole uh, part of restoring the Earth, so these like big dildo thing they put in the ground that restore like nature, that was really fucking cool. It does cool. look the like whole, a dildo. I know, right? The whole like the the headless avas that roam the the earth as well. The big moon covered in the whatever thing is it. It all like it's such a visual splendor of a movie. And like you see all these shots that just stick with you. It's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, like visually, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that, that does genuinely stick with you. Uh, the fucking uncanny valley ray oh my god that was something else that every time i thing. watched that i was like Whew, nightmare fuel uh, holy shit you, i have feelings that? about that could, could you could you imagine could you even imagine seeing that in real life no i would I'd never want to god i would run away i would i would be a bitch like shinji and run away every now and then ava delves into that horror type of uh just horror which and is what yeah, the that... angels really are. Like that's why they sound so creepy. But yeah, that massive ray was I, I'm not sure if it's CG or it's maybe like using live action footage and then just animating over it. I don't know. I, I but that shit was thought, creepy. I it's very hyper realistic 
and well uncanny valley even yeah to a degree and it's got that uncanny valley effect so it makes me feel like it's something that someone drew in like a, a cg program or whatever but then there's a part of me that thinks man maybe they just drew over an actual actor's face i don't know what did you guys think of uh misaru this movie because it was really i kind of dig that it took her direction of because for longest time you don't see her eyes to like the very last like moments of her character just like gendo in most of these movies it felt like she was kind of becoming like gendo in this movie which i really like that um sort of Direction they went. How much of a, that would have been a hell of a reveal if it, if it turned out that she was just like Gendo. I but mean, that's the thing. She was like going wise, in that kind of was yeah. Yeah, she was going down that path, which was, I, I thought was a fascinating decision to take her character in the movie. Yeah. Um, obviously, she has a, a different goal than Gendo, though. Yeah, but she just like him was on the path of no matter what, she will accomplish her goals. The means. Yes, yeah. the me the me uh, the ends justify means just, the means. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but then she yeah, redeems I, herself by the end. I I will say there's one thing that and again this isn't this is an Evaism and Anoism the whole thing at the end about it, it, it in any other franchise or any other story I would say it's 100 percent a Deus Ex Machina that thing with like the new spear that they create randomly from like the the ship like the black moon yeah like uh-huh it <laughs> doesn't matter like it comes out of nowhere it just doesn't really matter i know the, the whole grand point of, of it things, is it's it's not it, what eva's about yeah it's just like another tool they use to then for like the conflict because clearly like the conflict between shinji and gendo it starts out in a fight but then it literally culminates in just a conversation between the two. Because it all yeah. leads to just a conversation between a father and a son. And it's like, it's such a real and raw kind of conversation that they, they have of Shinji finally understanding his father. And fa- his father understanding his wrongdoings. Leading to him sacrificing himself and Yui, Shinji's mom, in order to, 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 to reverse I, all of this fucking I, I, I shit that they what. did. I tell you what, Yui must have had the best pussy ever to have Gendo do all this. <laughs> like, that, that is, she must have, like, a gripper. I don't know what, man. You could say that it was probably divine. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like, all of Why this did is you have... because he can't let go of that pussy. Why did you have to say gripper? Because you it had to. Why it do you have to be you? It. I, because I don't know how to be any other way, Natai. Um, you bet his parents. You know where that this, where he came from. I, I'll tell you something. Good pussy will make a man do crazy shit. And Yui's must have been she literally, she, uh, she literally gave Gendo a new meaning in life. That's the whole beauty of that flashback that we got, which was awesome. I love that flashback. It sheds so much light on his character for... It feels like the first time we ever got like his a character, his motivation, yeah, really expanded everything. What did you guys think of the lesbian tension between Mari and Oscar? Because that was, was a hot. lot of it lesbian tension. I don't know if it's I, supposed to imply that they fuck or what, but which also leads to the growth. Kids, it feels like for the first time, Oscar was able to rely on someone else and to not be like, "I got this, I can do this by myself." But she, she was willing. To share the burden and fight alongside someone else during this whole like fucking thing. She was willing to share the burden, but was she willing to share that bed? <sighs> Lay off, you pervert! <laughs> hey, but uh, in the end, I guess in the end, Mari ended up with uh, Shinji. Yeah, that was shocking. That was a choice that rang through the internet when it first aired. <laughs> I Bro, fucking seeing Shinji flirt with a girl. Who the fuck would have thought that would happen? Hey, he was not hey. just flirting. That man was beyond flirting. They were on a way to fucking bone each other. They were on a way. 
No, this is a genuine question. Do you think I have a theory about why Mari even exists in this show? She's a literal sure? write-in for his wife, and Shinji is no. his uh, OC. I think the only reason Ano created this character was to tell all those waifu motherfuckers to say, "Go fuck yourself." It's <laughs> my wife is the best waifu. <laughs> I genuinely think that's the whole point of Mari's character. Like Ano is like, you know what? Mm -mm, fuck you guys, it's not going to be either. Eh. Which actually is kind of hilarious, honestly. I'll give him props for that. So, um. <laughs> Not who I expected him to end up with, but, you know, I'm here I mean, for it. We all know. Was it ever such know. a big... Was it ever such a big question? Who who gave it? Who gave a shit? It wasn't. It was you never a big question. It was just these fucking smelly ass basement dwelling weebs that needed Natai. their payoff. That's Natai. who gave a shit. Natai, you you've seen the original show. You know that there was never a huge part of the show. What it was was a talking point for fucking weebs for decades. I never got that. Like, I don't know, man. He, um, he strangled one of them. <laughs> That's not a basis for a good I, relationship. I don't. I think you'll find that a lot of people are in relationships that start exactly that way, Natai. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Only in bed, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... That, 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 that sequence at the force end. Force feeds Shinji was great. Bro, that was... I... I Again, going back to that first half with the how raw the emotions felt in that first half, like her frustration with them, is is I love it because again that this Asuka is while she might still look like a child, she's a grown woman by now because it has been like fourteen, 14 years. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's mentally so, matured. She's in her same physical body. Shinji, she even on tells the other hand, yeah. is still uh, mentally. Uh, at the same time and age. Let me tell you yeah. something. Misato has aged very gracefully. I'm just oh saying. my god. She went from whoo to oh, <laughs> But yeah, she even tells him like that like they even talk about how even though it's been that long, he's still a child. He's still like he's still not, haven't figured it out. But through this by the end of this movie he has matured. He has grown up. He has learned to accept himself and no, like, even says so yeah and accept the people around him and move on go outside you know it's it's fuck like there's by the time scene, those grits rolled oh. there's that there's that scene near the end where asuka and mari are going to the avas that they're going to be piloting and like asuka's like hold on i gotta take a detour and they go see shinji um yeah and I thought, oh, God, she's going to fuck him. She's going to fuck him. He's going to pull his cock out. <laughs> um, and no, that, that, that discussion that they have. And then she realizes, damn, you've actually grown up. She even says it. Yeah, she, she fucking says it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I never thought she would accept him like that. That was shocking. But And then she pulls that... a dildo out of her eye. <laughs> Ugh. What did you guys think of... Uh... The the mind fuckery of like the the last forty minutes, because it's, it's a exactly lot. That. It was yeah, it's a shit, lot, man. It was way too trippy in my opinion. I the feel like they could have toned it down just a little bit. Yeah, no, no. no I enjoyed it, it. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but still, I was like, yo, this is going a bit far. I, I will say, I will say. Do you know the the trippy visuals really reminded me of the end of two thousand one, a space odyssey. Just wasn't as boring. Let me say something. I'd rather watch that movie five times than this one ever again. No. Wow. I'm, I, I tried. You and you know what that movie has in it? An intermission. <laughs> Half Wait, of that, that movie really? feels like an intermission. <laughs> I just got. I'm sure it's like no one's gonna take me seriously for that. I tried to watch that. I watched that movie three times. I I I I just could not enjoy it. I tried so hard enjoying 2001. I just can't. It's so. Listen, 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 cerebral sci-fi isn't for everyone. It's not cerebral sci-fi. It's it's like humongous turtle going at nothing speed. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. That fucking movie infuriated me. I was like, 
Just get on with it. Natalia, if it helps any, I tried watching it uh, when I was much younger, and I, I, I couldn't. I need to try to watch it again as an adult, but I just haven't gotten around to it. The best section in that movie is the middle of it, and the rest is just whatever. And you will hate Arthur C. Clarke's writing. He does not write fast-paced stories. I'll... It's not a matter of fast-paced. It's a matter of, get on with it! For fuck's sake, we're watching the same shot for like three minutes, and it's not going anywhere. You know, it's weird, the, the, because like you're... I actually love Arthur C. Clarke's writing. Like <laughs> I absolutely enjoy the slow world-building he does. I think it's the different uh, sorts of media is what it is. Perhaps. Natalia, do you know what you're describing about the movie is exactly my feelings about like the first third of this one? It's not the same thing. God I damn it. I don't know. It kind of It's not the same thing. Movie. There's a difference between a slow burn and a fucking single shot of a spaceship going at it just like hanging on it for like three minutes and not doing anything. It's not the it, same thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's literally not. Oh, I can't believe I'm having this discussion. Oh. Uh, I Okay, but back to Ava. I, like, again, very much end of, like, Chinoda, have you watched End of Ava? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't watched the original series and the End of Ava. I have not. I would highly recommend you watch the original series and End of oh, Ava, especially, because that, I mean, that movie the... is incredible. <coughs> Slight but... spoiler, that's the plan. <coughs> yeah, but, like, I, it, it feels like it harkens back to just, like, the visual fuckery of End of Ava with... The anti-universe, I and have, just, you know, I the have swarms. Heard of it. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's. Like, um, I, I was, I was like lost for words for most of this movie, visually, because I was like, whoa, like it just. I don't, for some reason, knows how to pick something that visually is like very, very powerful, and you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, again, the swarms of the Avas fighting them and the massive ray head showing up. Like, there's so much, like, like jaw-dropping visuals, in this, especially in the last 40 minutes. Can I ask you something? And I feel like this is the proper time to ask this. Okay. And not just this movie, but all four movies as a whole. Do you think that this project to kind of remake Evangelion in a, in a more... I guess, fitting way, or, or the way Anna wanted to tell the story. Do you think it would have been better as a series than a series of movies? Nah, I think it's. I think it was a good decision to go for movies. I think overall, I would have enjoyed it more if it were like a 20 or so episode running series. Eh, I mean, with Anno's tendencies, let's call him, <laughs> I think it's it turned out nice for the best that... Yeah, I think it turned out for the best that they went with movie, the movie format. Mm. Because imagine if like you were watching, you they were making a TV show. It's a much stricter schedule, right? That you need to keep up with. And depends considering, on who you get to distribute it. Because if he had done something like with Netflix, uh, I don't you know. Could have had I, twenty, I, forty-five minute long episodes. I think that I don't know if with Netflix it would it would have fly because with. Because all these movies were still funded, you know, right? It's like true. all the all the earnings they made went into making the next movie, so they had full control over their schedule and production time and whatnot for the movies. So I think that turned out for the best in terms of giving them more independence when making the movies, which I'm all for. Maybe, maybe. I, in my opinion, I think if the movie route was the best route to go, in, in my personal opinion. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like with the type of story that was trying to be told, I feel like I personally would have enjoyed it more as like a weekly series. It just Ava feels like such an anomaly. It it is like so like to even think about it in a conventional sense, it feels kind of wrong because yeah, I guess in a like I would love a see a full season of Ava movies, but considering. Again, what we just got with a nine-year wait for the final movie, I don't know if they would have managed to stick with it, because literally throughout these nine years, they would have they went through several redrafts and rewritten a lot of scripts, 
and they made very slow progress on it because Anna was trying to figure shit out. I don't know if they would have succeeded finishing it as a series, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Makes you wonder. I think yes. they would have, but, but like, depends on how much juice they had left at the by the end of it. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> um, for this movie, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. I think it just, like, the end, it just felt so conclusive. Again, like, that moment. It feels like, like an ending. Yeah, it, it feels like when, literally when, like, I, it, it was so strange to watch it and be as literally as it can be about, what about a world without Avas and without angels? As they literally, like, again, Gendo sacrifices Yui and himself, and they destroy each, every single Ava that existed. <clears throat> As they say goodbye to everyone. And the world just kind of... Changes. Changes. And they just like... And then you see all the characters at the train station. You see Karu and Rei. And Asuka by herself. And you see Shinji like outside. And he seems... Happy? Happy, yeah. And matured. And like he just like goes out into the world. It's like... Ava was always about, like, that's the thing I kind of like about Ava. Like, throughout every iteration, it still has that same core message about loving and accepting yourself and trying to, like, find meaning in the world around you. A.K.A. go outside, you fucking weebs. <laughs> touch grass. Literally touch grass. Literally touch grass, as like, Ray did. that's the final shot. They're going outside. Yeah. It's like I, I love that same message stayed the same, but it felt in this movie the most nuanced it ever has been, even throughout the original series and the original like end of Ava. It okay. it felt very compelling, and it felt very fitting as an ending. I I, I was say, blown away that they did it. I I will say one thing that I I also appreciated, especially about that final scene. Um, so I've been watching this entire series of movies dubbed. Um, I was because, actually about to ask that if you guys watch this because, subbed or dubbed. Because um, I watched Ava originally dubbed. I've never seen the sub of Ava. I've never seen the sub of the, sub the original good. series, end of Ava. I've never seen these movies subbed ever. So I wanted to watch it the way I've always watched it. Um, Fair. And um, my boy is Spike Spencer. Um, in the very last scene where you actually see like adult Shinji... He doesn't do his, like, little boy, oh, this is a new ceiling voice. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so you know what's cool? Like, So that's, in the sub, that's also what the actress did with Shinji. Like, they sound much more mature and much more mm -hmm. confident and much more, mm -hmm. even that scene, flirtatious? Flirtatious. Flirtatious with Mari. Um... He feels like a like a like a much more adult version of Shinji, even mm -hmm. in the sub. I, I really appreciate that detail. Yeah, uh, and I, I do want to say that having watched the original Ava dubbed and watching the exact well, mostly the same group of people doing the dub for these movies, it was nice to see um, how much better they've all gotten at being voice actors over mm -hmm. the years. Did you watch the Netflix dub? No, why? Why? Would oh I God! <laughs> why? Why would anyone? I, I'm not. Listen, if we watch, no, no, no hate, no hate to the people who did it because they were just doing a job. But sure, I'm sure it probably sounds fine. My issue with it is the fact that they censored, for lack of a better term, certain scenes. If you'll go back and watch it in the, uh, watch Ava again on Netflix. We'll watch it dubbed or sub. I'll probably watch it dubbed. Even with the new dub? Yeah, probably. I never, I've never given it a fair shake, and I, I at least want to see if it's good. Like, the actual voice sure. acting is good. That's uh, despite fair. The, despite the, the shitty rewrites that they did to the script. Um, but I also might check it out, um, the original, because I think on, the, on Netflix they have the original sub, too. So I might finally check it out. I might actually finally know what even the original Evangelion sounded like when it was subbed. I 
I love this voice cast so much. It's mm. their performances in this last one, especially like like I love Gendo's performance in this last one. Um, and like, I think I think eventually the, the eventually we will do a spoiler cast for the original Evangelion. Yeah, um, it's still a know, good show. I don't know at what point in time we will probably sometime next year, uh, but we will eventually do a spoiler cast for both Ava and End of Ava. How are you guys feeling with this being <clears throat> like the end of Ava for now? <laughs> the actual. Honestly, end of it could Ava. be the straight the up end of it, and I'm happy with it. I really until am. Mono says no. Till he gets depressed again. Yeah, till he gets depressed again. <clears throat> so, for this specific movie, what do we guys? What do we give it out of ten? Eight out of ten for me. Yeah, for me, I really fucking enjoyed it. I thought there was a couple faults here and there, but overall, I really enjoyed it. I would, I highly recommend it to everyone and anyone. Hmm. Amazing movie, amazing franchise, amazing rebuild movies. Okay, Nissan. Um, I gave it a nine. I loved it. I think it's the best of the four movies by a long shot. Hmm. Um, it's. <clears throat> felt like it brought everything together. It it really felt like a final farewell to this franchise, which is like I I I generally wasn't sure if they were gonna stick the landing, but it felt the most nuanced, the most complex, the most like just most satisfying out of the four movies. Uh, I I loved it. I'm looking forward to rewatching it again very soon because it feels like just like the way I felt with End of Ava. It feels like there's so much to chew into that I wanna. I just wanna watch it again and feel all these emotions again because it was amazing. I loved it. I for me, I gave it a seven out of ten. Still a respectable score, I think. Um, I think it's the second highest score that I gave any of the movies. I think I gave the first one an eight, um, if I remember correctly. Um, but I mean, despite the issues that I do have with its pacing, especially in its first half. Um, I think overall it's still an enjoyable experience. Um, and I do think it is a fitting in to the franchise as a whole. Um, and I think it's probably the same score I give like the, the uh, movies overall, all four movies. I'd probably give them like a seven, 7.5 out of 10 as a complete package. I think I would I think give it a solid eight out of 10 for the complete package. I think they're kind of all over the place, the movies, every now and then. Um, I just, like, they're, they're just such a, such a distinct distinct experience as opposed to the the original series. Mm. But, I don't know, I just, like, just, there's something about this movie, especially. Like, I'll, I'll be thinking about it for a while now, but it was such a special experience to watch it. Um, it it feels like... in my dreams. I know, right? It, it feels like such a... I think it's like there's not a whole lot to compare to. I think it's so much better than the other movies. It feels so much more powerful as well. I loved it. I love this final movie. All right. Well, that is not only the end of this review. It is the end of this review series. Uh, we did all four movies. Um, oh, hold on. I got something. Oh, I'll be right back. Oh, oh there it goes. I'm scared. I am very scared of what comes next. Yeah, that's, but anyway. that's the end of the Ava series. Review. It is. Um, it, I don't know exactly what our next movie review is going to be. I don't even remember if we have any movie reviews scheduled till the end of the year. We probably don't. We'll be back to our regular scheduled movie reviews very soon. Eventually. Suppose. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, eventually. we'll be back. There's um, still a shit ton of movies to review that we need to be wanting to. At, this yeah. has been fun. As I said, we'll probably eventually review um, the original Neon Genesis Evangelion as lo- along with um, End of Ava. Oh, what, what, did he, what does he have? What is He's he back. Alright, alright. Wait, are you signing off yet? Well, go ahead. Okay, okay. Get in the Kramer, Shinji! Uh, the cra- oh my... It's a, that's a lobster, not a crab. What the fuck is that? The Kramer! That's the not a crab, Kraver. that's a lobster. That would be the level. Oh my god. Relax. Oh my god, you can't even... It was even funny! Know, you don't even know the difference between a crab and a lobster. Crab and lobster. It's called the Crava. We all call it the Crava. It's funny. Oh my god. This dude has a lobster Evangelion. 
No, 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 not mine. This is uh, my friend Tommy's. Oh, okay. What am I even doing here? I don't know. <laughs> On that note, however, I do want to thank everyone for uh, dropping in to watch us talk about uh, yeah, the Ava sure. Rebuild movies. It's been fun, as I said. Don't forget to uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff down below. If you want to see uh, more of what we got going. Yes, yes, Nitai, down there, down there. Um, tell us what your favorite movie in the Rebuild series was. Tell us what your least favorite movie was. I don't know. Tell us why Shinji's still a fucking bitch. Uh, uh, also, check down below where you can find links to Anime Club After Dark on uh, Twitter, on Discord, and you can also find a link to our merch store down below as well. Maybe we should make merch for this review series. We did make merch for our uh, Monogatari review series. Alex, get in the fucking mic robot. Get in the fucking mic robot. What? I don't even know where you were going with that. <laughs> I was touching the penis, so I was like, I wasn't thinking so clearly, you know. He's stroking the cog ever so lightly right now. It feels so good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Alright, we're done. With that, I am your host, Alex, and we will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Good night. Thanks for joining us. Watch Evangelion. Oh my god. Don't come all over Kamato's girls, please. Shinji. Over. Stop. 20 years, and we finally have a real winner. I just, I want to, I want to just say to Shinji, I want to thank you so much for not ejaculating all over Komodo's girl. I know that was very difficult for you not to do <laughs> I know you had to use a lot of self-restraint, Shinji, and I'm proud of you. I really am. Maybe Shinji can also, like, you should buy this, like, penis pillow. I, I mean... We all need a squeeze, right? I, I, I think maybe he needs it to just attach, because clearly he doesn't have one. Good His night. boyfriend also exploded. <laughs> His yes, his boyfriend exploded. He wasn't the only thing that exploded, am I right? Yeah. Hey, hey boy. instead of Shinji exploding over a girl, his boyfriend exploded over him. Oh, Everyone exploded in this movie. Ray exploded. Kaoru exploded. Fuyusuke exploded. Everyone. Asuka exploded. Everyone exploded. Look at how he's losing his mind over fucking people exploding. <laughs>